to my baby's corner to stay. Soon as I cross that Buncombe County line, something in there blew my podcast up high. It was a wisdom from the chicks in the city sticks, and I knew right then it was gonna be my fix. No need for white lightning to get my start. It's a Lord have mercy and a bless your heart. to people, especially guys, doing things that I ask them to do. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this time, you know, you found a decent one that pulled through. It was funny, when I wrote that song, it was um, late at night, of course. (laughs) It just seems like it's, you know, 2 a.m. is the best time to write a song, apparently, and it doesn't matter if you have to get up at 6. (laughs) That's when things start getting weird, for sure. Yeah, but that night I actually had twins, <laughs> twin songs, except they didn't look alike, so they were, you know, not identical twins, at least. 
it was a it was a it was a supernova of creativity so it's weird that that hardly ever happens uh, have <laughs> i mean it's like back to back it was like and they're totally two totally different sound and cool. songs so what's but, the other anyway. one it's called through the night it's a sure. it's more of an upbeat kind of uh i don't know kind of poppy song uh, Cindy Lauper did a, a "Through the Night" or something like that back in the day, and Billy Joel oh, yeah, did one right. called, uh, "Billy Joel did Through the Long Night" or something like yeah. that. If I'm not yeah. mistaken. So I wanted to just thank you. We it's a terrible earworm. Yeah, yeah, it'll stick with you. <laughs> it will. It's awful, but it's great. But it's awful. But it's great. Yeah. At least it's only three minutes long, you know, or two. It's not even three minutes, so. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. So, Selby, you know, Byron just got back from Scotland. Yeah. I, I did not tell her your story because I couldn't remember all of it. Mm. But I remember that I was fairly impressed by it. So yeah. it was back when, it was back in the day you had traveled to Scotland for work. Mm-hmm. Am I right about yeah. that? Yeah. Wow. You were not uh, working in a graveyard, were you? <laughs> well, I don't know. It depends. It's computer graveyard sometimes. Yeah. But no, nah, yeah, I was there for a meeting. I was uh, the manager of this global team that we all met up in Sterling, Scotland, sure. which is uh, yeah, a beautiful, gorgeous place. And it kind of reminded me of here, you know, a little bit. It's a lot more gray there, though, of course. Mm-hmm. But. But yeah, we were staying in Sterling, and you know, that's where William Wallace uh, was from. And there's the big Wallace, William Wallace monument, and all this cool thing. It's cool. I don't know what you call a spire, maybe. Okay. <laughs> you go up in. And is they've got the sword in there, his big ass sword, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But anyway, you know, just after work, sightseeing, and this was. After we'd been out walking around the town, hanging out, we were walking through town and we were staying at this uh, old high school or not high school. The top of it had an observatory on it. It's this big old building had a, an observatory that like would open up and you could, you know, had a, had the big, huge uh, telescope in there and stuff. But regardless of all that, earlier in the day, we were walking by the the graveyard and noticed that there was a tour going on and um the bunch of people gathered around this small grave and i you know i we were just kind of eavesdropping the free version of the tour till they chased us away but (laughs) but uh yeah they were talking about this little grave it was a small grave because it was a child and i don't know when this was but back in the day long time ago the child had died and the next day or something like that they'd found the grave was broken into it was like a vault kind of concrete vault grave in the ground i think okay and now they and and it's still broken today you can you know and they never fixed it but they say that the ghost of the child you know haunts the graveyard so with that on our minds we went on our merry way yeah later on you know afterwards we we were walking back in that general direction we were like hey let's just go by the graveyard it's in the middle of the night it's like 11 12 o'clock at night and we're like yeah let's just go to the graveyard and see if we can get spooked you know <laughs> and uh this graveyard was unbelievable i mean you think our you know some of our gravestones are like in new orleans or something or fancy 
I mean, these things were like, you know, Celtic crosses and handmade in like you know, 3,000 years ago or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, but, uh, actually, William Wallace, he's the guy that they, uh, Braveheart guy, they yeah. made the movie out of. William Wallace died in 1305. I'm not, yeah, yeah not far off then. Uh-uh. But uh, that was a long time ago. So, yeah, we were walking up to the graveyard. So there's this back road that goes behind the castle. And back in the day, they used to use the, the uh, that road for, like, the dignitaries and people so they didn't have to go through town and be, you know, spit on or whatever. And be around the common folk. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they had, so we were walking up this back road, and it's just this dirt road. It's, you know, kind of a, a trail now, I guess. And... um getting up close to the graveyard uh it was me and about four other guys five other guys and from all over the world from south africa to you know here and there and everywhere a couple local guys too as i got close the guys were kind of in front of me i was kind of behind and these this was like a hill going up and as i was walking the 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 trail kind of cut into the hill you know on the right right the hill and as i I hit this one spot and like had this feeling come over me as like i had to instantly stop and had these chills all over me and um they wouldn't go away they just kept yeah there just kept okay. like refreshing <laughs> so i told her uh, and then i went stepped a few steps forward and it went away and i stepped back and it happened again <laughs> so so uh yelled at the guys said y'all gotta come here and like stand on this spot and they thought that was crazy you know but there's something going on here so they stood on the spot they're like yeah maybe you know i don't know and did it happen to any of them uh, not really. Uh, they said they had, you know, at that point, it's in your brain, you know. <laughs> yeah. But they had as expectations. I, as I walked on up the trail a little bit, the hill on the right was actually the graveyard. And there was like bodies, like, you know, pretty much, it was like a six foot hill. <laughs> so oh, okay. there was bodies to my right or bones, I guess, or if anything. Anyway, there was that feeling hit me. Okay. So I'll, we kept on going on up, hit the back side of the graveyard came in from the back side of it and um we we're like all right let's kind of fan out the ground but as we stepped out of the woods into the graveyard field these big huge bats start swarming us like flying down getting close to our head and uh we kind of freaked out and run around a little bit um, they kind of let up so we started looking around and noticed there was this uh, marker that was real close to us and a plaque kind of thing and it said you know it was told about the things about the graveyard and that winged spirits guard this graveyard and well, so and it had a picture of a bat on it <laughs> they do evidently tell me again where it was at it was sterling graveyard behind the castle anyway so that happened and uh you know we were walking around where i was walking by myself checking out different things you know and cool gravestones and stuff and saw this rabbit and this rabbit didn't move and i got a little bit closer and a little bit closer 
I'm like, what? And then it just would hop a couple of times when I got too close. And then yeah. it hopped a couple more times. So I, it was like leading me, like <laughs> Alice in Wonderland or some crap. <laughs> okay. And so followed the rabbits, and uh, it got to this one point, and then it just took off flying. I didn't see it. And right there in front of me was that grave of that that was broken. I had that uh, the the kid's grave, you know. Oh, and that feeling hit me again right there. I mean, it was like out of, (laughs) you know, and I also went up back up and found where, you know, I was walking beside that hill and I found the grave, you know, that was near there and it was a woman and yeah, just kind of felt a presence there too, uh, you know, and uh, that's, I guess, the closest to a ghost that I've ever got to, you know, never really had much other encounters that I'd call too <laughs> okay. ghostly. Well, uh, well, but you've had paranormal experiences because yeah, I've been with you when we've had... For sure. Yeah. Yeah, but I've never, like, seen what I'd say I've seen a ghost, you know what I mean? Or a, a spirit or something. Never seen one. Now, you know, a wind coming along, I guess that could be a spirit, you know what I mean? So, it, it's, it's, it, do you feel a presence is the question. That's the thing, yeah. 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 I mean, you're the guy and who I'm not. Writes, so I've not really... I've only felt that a couple of times, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. So it's kind of kind of cool, though. kind of... Makes you think there's forces out there you're not seeing. <laughs> there are forces out there. I'm sure of that. But do you think that, well, first of all, let me ask you, did any of the other guys have a similar experience to yours or an, you yeah. know, they did? Yeah, well, not as not as much as mine, but they did have the the feeling of, of a presence kind of thing. You know what I mean? Gotcha. With the chills yeah. and stuff. But for me, like even today, I still feel chills when I talk about the story because it just kind of puts me back there, you know. Yeah. And I, uh, someone had said, yeah, spirits somehow can, can travel with you, you know. Uh, they, they're not bound to a location, you know. They don't have to drive or walk <laughs> somewhere. So they can be wherever they want to be, you know. I would agree with that based on what experiences I've had. And I've yeah. always wondered why any ghost would stick around in a graveyard. Yeah. You know, seems like a lot of, lot of, there's a lot of ghost stories that are, and they'll take place in the graveyard. And I just, I've always questioned it. Yeah. I really have. But I, I am not saying that it couldn't happen. I'm just yeah. saying that there would have to be an interesting reason. If I was yeah. a spirit, for me to stick around my old decaying body in a graveyard, if I could freely roam the universe. Right, exactly. I, yeah. I think I'd roam the universe. But that doesn't mean that there's not, that there are not bonds that keep them tied to yeah. the body, to the earth, yeah. or a situation down here, or something like that. And I yeah. also believe that they can communicate i think the spirits can communicate with us and it's that yeah, I, I mean even through electrical stuff and everything else yeah it's pretty cool but now we're That's getting into ghost hunters so you know well, not really because you know we're not hunting for them <laughs> no no we don't hunt for them they find us sometimes yeah that's what happens <laughs> yeah i mean i i really I really go back and I tell that story of the things that happened with me and you when we were camping that time down by the river. And 
Down by the river. Well, there was no van, but it was down by the river. And it was just such an experience. It could not be explained. There's no way it could be a coincidence. I mean, yep. there just is no way. And so I do believe that that stuff happens. And, mm-hmm. you know, when it comes to Scotland, we have so many ancestors yeah. uh, that are in, in our families that yeah, are too. probably Scottish mm-hmm. at some point. And Scotland always yeah. feels interesting and it's not really it doesn't feel like home to me right, but it's yeah. just always had an interesting kind of drawing feeling it was a cool it was a cool feeling to be there kind of because you know we were the clan mcmillan um, McMillan. okay yeah is it and, mac uh, or mc uh i guess the old spelling may be mac Okay. Um, but we're MC, M I L L A N. Okay. No I in, in there. Yeah. So I had that kind of feeling, that connection there. And I just, I love the mountains and there's big ass salmon swimming in the streams. You know, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But uh, I got to check out, a, you know, we had another break, got to drive down or took the uh, train down to Edinburgh and saw uh, Zappa play Zappa (laughs) Zappa plays that was Dweezil Zappa and some of the original Frank's band and that place was packed it was Uh, packed sold out people were getting into it it was awesome be a bunch bunch of Scottish people (laughs) and there was a really good band that played and they're a real popular band Uh, they just play the streets of Sterling a lot I think they're from that area Caledonia I don't know I'm saying that right, but I believe it's Caledonia is the name of the band. They're like a drumming band, but they huh. uh, uh, they come out with the old, um, you know, garb on with the big drums and <laughs> stuff. It was really awesome. Hey, um, yeah. you know what? Speaking of inspiring, had you when you're when you're writing? Because I've watched you through the years, and you'll go and you'll just be a normal human guy. And then all of a sudden, it's like, here's a new song. Here's another one. With WYRD song, was that, I mean, was that just an off-the-cuff thing? Or was it yeah. something that had kind of been rolling around in your brain? Because I'd No, you. it was totally just like, hit me, you know. And just hit it, you? 30 minutes later, it was done. Yeah. Huh? That's yeah, cool. and then you know, I waited thirty minutes, and there was another one. But um, <laughs> you're yeah, like a hen. So, <laughs> but it, you know, I mean, the song's cool. I, I think it's, it's it's a good kind of radio song, kind of yeah. like uh, like a podcast intro, radio intro kind of thing. Um, yeah, as what yeah. I kind of had in my brain about it. So I wanted it to be kind of fun and you know upbeat and all of this, but just the song came out that way. I mean, just automatically. And it was real simple chord structure and stuff, but it's you know, and it, that's, it's just- that's why it's earworm for me, you know, is the simpleness to it. But, uh, you know, throwing in the horns and all yeah, that Craig, was really Craig fun. Put in the piano, and yeah, yeah, you y'all know, did a great job with it. I, I tell you, when I, I gave it to Craig uh, at his studio, um, he really uh, took it to the next level. I mean, it was it was one song when I gave it to him, and it was like this 
really awesome song. <laughs> you know how Craig does he, when he adds something. It, it's uh, it sparkles. It, it does, yeah. <laughs> so uh, you know, it came out this like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what this song needed. You know, it needed this Jerry Lee Lewis sounding piano, and and I, when I sent it to him, I had envision in my in, the, in my brain that I wanted some Hammond organ. So I was like, make sure you lay some ham on it. You know, yeah. <laughs> so he, al- he always was it put a size of ham on it. So yeah, yeah. Um, well, it, it turned out great, and thank you so much. Yeah, it was awesome working with Craig, doing the club, and going down there to kind of finalize it. I, I really wanted to. Well, you know, we're, I just wanted to see Craig. I hadn't seen him in a while, but we got together in the studio, and this was around New Year's and uh, finished it up. I cut some horn parts there. And um, yeah, and then uh, went to see his band play on, on New yeah. Year's. So that was, that was awesome. No, I'm lucky. I know some very talented people. <laughs> All right. If, if only I could have gotten that laugh. <laughs> <laughs> that one? That one. Do it again. <laughs> I can't do it again. <laughs> All right. See, I can put a big echo on it. <laughs> I can make it boom. And <laughs> yeah. That I'm going to spend the whole year kicking ass and taking names. Well, I ain't even going to take names. I'm just going to be kicking ass. You don't need to take no name. You don't need no sticking names. I'm done with names. I'm done with badges. I'm done with all of it. That's right. <laughs> I'm agreeing with you. Oh, Lord. The world oh. is in for something. Well, I just, I had that just, it was a revelation. It was like the road to Damascus. It was like being hit with a flaming apple pie. And I just thought, well, 50 years ago, I was 17. That was a hell of a year. It was full of adventure and heartbreak and love and trauma and desire and fake takes. No, that was 16. Anyway, so I'm going to make this year just as memorable as the year I turned 17. That is a really good idea. Don't you think so? Yeah, I do. I do. I'll be 59 coming up. You are such a little baby. You ain't even hit 60 yet. I think I think my fifties have been a great decade. I mean, yes, I'm getting older. That's my body the fact that you almost died a couple of times. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, aside from maybe, that, maybe physically not the best decade, but <laughs> I have enjoyed myself in my fifties when I'm well enough to. <laughs> that the sixties will be even better. The 60s were good for me. I I did not have a birthday party the year I turned 60 because I was like, I don't know about this. <laughs> this feels like it could be a trauma just waiting to happen. But by golly, my 60s have been wonderful. Wonderful. I think I, 60 will be a decade where I will feel like an imposter because I don't I've always thought, oh, once you're 60, Ooh, that's it. You know, you know, you have to start looking like a little grandma and thinking that way and all that. Well, but I mean, you'll see people like that. Like, I know I've told you all this before, but I remember 
meeting some, talking to some woman who's had, you know, a, a raft of problems and, you know, life was whatever. And she had little gray helmet hair and, and little old glasses and she's all wrinkled and she was dressed in polyester, you know, the kind of a stereotype of a grandma. And I said, oh, that, I mean, that just sounds awful. And I'm really sorry. She said, well, you know, aging ain't for, for, for sissies. You just wait till you're my age. And I said, well, how old are you? And she was five years younger than I am. Oh, my gosh. And I said, well, yeah, I guess. Hmm. Yeah. You've got to be patient and loving and, you know, work the processes, ma'am. I mean, jeez. Yep. I, I I do see the difference between some of us, my old classmates on uh, Facebook. Oh, gosh, yes. Some of them are just, you know, slightly older versions of themselves. And then some of them have completely different personalities. It's crazy, isn't it? It is. It's, it's really interesting. And I think that this, my generation, I, we, we, were, we were weird anyway. Because we went through the whole, we went from rock and roll to preppiness to disco, you know, just, it was just a weird generation. And we, we were the generation that computers first started taking hold, just yeah. barely. We were right on the cusp of it. And I don't think there's any reason in the world for any of us to feel like we have to act a certain way or be a certain way because we're in our 60s. But I'll bet you there'll be quite a few of us that do. It's just a, a feeling that I have. I have seen some of my alumni lately. And uh, although I adore them all, we've had a great time getting to know each other the second time around. Uh, I, I can definitely tell. But some of us are older in our minds than others. And I'm going to feel like an imposter in my 60s because I always thought that 60 was a sober adult decade. You know, you're you're wise by the time you're 60. You're in charge and you know things. You know well, you things. Do. I mean, honestly, you do. You do. And you know more things now than you did when you turned 50. That's true. Hopefully. And I've got uh, a handful of really good friends, girlfriends, who just turned 70. Mm. And that, that ain't no different. No. 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 They dress the same. I mean, ain't none of us ever been in fashion plates. But, you know, they dress good. They look yeah. pretty. Well, I do believe that age is a number. But I also believe, like your friend said, that getting old ain't for wimps. No, because then you got to, and you've had health issues. You've had significant health issues in the past few years. Yeah. And, you know, as you get older, your body can't, it can't do with some of the stuff it used to be able to do with. Like you could just wear yourself down for two or three days and then, you know, sleep late one day and drink a lot of coffee and you were fine. And that just, as you get older, that just don't work. That doesn't. And you're right about that. And I have to quit treating myself like I'm still that age, that young age. I, I need to time myself. Like, I'll, I don't have anybody who says, you must do this by this and this time. But in my mind, 
I have a schedule of, of things that I want to get accomplished in the day, day I want to do it. You know, this might be a laundry day and this might be a, a floor day or et cetera, et cetera. I have to learn that it just straight up takes me longer now than it used to. Yeah. 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 I can't whip through things. Like the thing to. for me is that I'm not physically as strong as I used to be. I mean, I used to easily pick up two of those big yellow bags of composted cow manure. They weigh about 40 pounds a piece. I could grab one with one arm, one with the other, and mm-hmm. carry them anywhere in my garden that they needed to go. Wow. And I, I, I cannot do that anymore. <laughs> you were now I'm, I'm young. doing good if I can take one. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. You're burly. I'm stout, you know. Yeah, yeah. I've I've never been that stout, and I've always had like little bird bones. Little, oh, yeah, and that just will break easily and stuff like that. So I have to be careful, and I have been for the most part. Yeah, I'm going to be one of those old people though, because I'm already getting to this place where. If I sleep wrong, and how do you sleep wrong? <laughs> how the no. hell does that even happen? No, uh, I had, you know, I had the sciatica year before last. And yes. um, and now if I sleep in the wrong position for the whole night, I mean, usually my body will wake, I wake myself up and go, oh, no, you can't sleep like this. What the hell? But if I fall asleep and I sleep in that wrong position, I wake up and it's like, oh, my sciatica's back again. <laughs> oh, no, my sciatica. Yeah. So, yeah, you got to be careful about stuff like that. Do. Well, ever since COVID, or it could have been Lyme disease, I don't know. Or both That's right, them. You, are, you, got, you got them both. Yeah. and uh, but, but ever since that time, I have just terrible muscle cramps. I have, I have restless legs, I have muscle cramps, and, and I even impinged my shoulder one time. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's just, you know. Well, now, are you doing the pickle juice thing? That's one of those crazy uh-huh. folk remedies. Pickle I can't juice do it without throwing up. Oh, uh, and I just <laughs> like that. So, But, I mean, at some point I will. Hey, tomorrow is tomorrow is my first day of morel hunting. <gasps> How exciting! I am. I'm really excited. Are you <laughs> really ecstatic? I don't know if it's static. I'll be ecstatic when I find a bunch of, of uh, yellows. I guess no. I guess the blacks come up first around here. Mm. But yeah, I'll be that. That that is when the word will apply because it's been too long. I'm going to, I'm putting magic through the air that you will find your first morels on my birthday. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And if I do, and they're good and edible, I will clean them up and drop them off at your house. And you can pick up your Christmas present. And I'll drop off your Christmas present, too. Golly, mom. Yeah, so Uh, when are the eyes of March? When are they? Is it March 1st or is it March 5th? 15th. 15th? Middle, middle of the month. The Ides of March is the 15th. Okay. My so. daddy died on the Ides of March, but my oh daddy my. was not Julius Caesar. No, I don't no. think so. Why am I trying to read something with my sunglasses? 
I don't know. I wore, I broke my sunglasses out today for the first time, I think, this year because I had to go down and pay the fuel bill for Weird Mountain. And it was so sunny and warm. And I was like, oh, yes. I was got the wind to roll down, cranked up the tunes, put on my sunglasses. Yes. Yes, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the whole great. town is going to celebrate this week. I know. We're just going to be two hands in the air. That's right. That's exactly right. Well, Miss Byron. Oh, and that song, that song, that techno song is Pump Up the Jam. Pump up the jam. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, no. You, oh, you ruined me. Uh-huh. I knew as soon as I saw it, thought of it, I'd go, oh, God. Wait, let me go back to, to Lady Gaga. No, let me go to – somebody was asking, I think, on Twitter the other day, what do you do when you've got a song stuck in your head and it won't go away? I said, I, for me, I sing a particular gospel song, and that drives the earworm out. And then I immediately forget it. And it's when the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. Uh-huh. It's like a, it's like an audio palate cleaner. Yes. It's like sherbet for your brain. <laughs> yep. So if I get like now pump it up, it's in my head, pump it up. And I would just think, oh. when the trumpets of the Lord shall sound and time shall be no more. When the morning breaks eternal bright and fair. When the saints of earth shall well gather over on the other shore, and the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. And then poof, everything's out of my brain. And and in the background, the whole time I was hearing pump up the jam. Pump, pump. Oh no, no, I gotta do that again. Yeah. Oh, that that'd be a crazy mashup, wouldn't it? <laughs> it um, would, yes, I was hearing. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> we'll have to try to give that one a try in the band at some point. When the roll is called up yonder and pump it up, pump up the jam. <laughs> and pump up the jams. <laughs> well, that'd oh be my more goodness. my idea of heaven anyway. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love singing that song, though. And you then it's pretty voice. My whole brain just, it just all clears out. And then I'm like, oh. <laughs> Until the next earworm. That's right. And then I start. I, I take a nice deep breath and start swinging sw- sw- on yeah. some old gospel tune. <laughs> so I've been, uh, I, I'm done with that Wednesday series. Oh, they good. Eight episodes, and I've, I've watched it. I've watched the whole thing now and already started on another thing. And what it's, you watching uh, on? It's called Disjointed. You oh, heard I of it? That yet. Is it good? Hilarious. Oh, I good. guess it was only three seasons, though, and which is a shame because it, it, I actually found it really funny. The star is uh, Kathy Bates. Do you uh-huh. know who that is? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. She, People and often say I look like Kathy Bates. Maybe. You have her attitude sometimes. Well, I'm I'm pudgy and I've got brown hair. I think that's all people see. Well, she or she maybe she has your attitude sometimes. <laughs> so I I think it's on Netflix. It's this gal, this this gal who owns uh, what's it called? Somebody's medical cannabis alternative. Kate's alternative caring, and it's a it's a cannabis dispensary. So so the meta tags underneath this are like stoner comedy. 
it's uh, it's a little embarrassing, but it is funny to me. It's like okay, I like a stoner comedy, whatever. But she's she's uh, she's got some iconic employees. She's got a fella growing her her weed for her store, and when he gets in there, he has a personal relationship with the plants. He's named them, and he talks to them, and there are times <laughs> when he gets really excited or really high, because that's one thing I noticed is that they are always getting high all the time in the store, which I don't think real dispensaries would do that, but I, I don't know, but when he gets super duper high, he starts talking in an Australian accent to him. He's like, hello, girls. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's not really highbrow humor. If you know what I mean, it's good for last thing in the evening before you go to bed when you need to rest your brain. <laughs> yeah, it sounds good. We've been yeah. watching a lot of those police procedurals from Britain so, uh, you know, I swear at this point I could I could be a British police officer. Maybe. This is my warrant called. <laughs> I think I, I even know what their Miranda rights, which are not called Miranda rights there, but I even know what the rights are. Oh. Read, so I, could read, I could read you your rights. Wow. Uh, Mom watches a, a lot of that, too. And she's not really, she's not really into most of modern tv which i can understand that yeah me too. most of it is crap isn't it yeah i did i just watch stuff on we got brit box i watch brit box a lot in the evening yeah. and we've seen we see some old stuff from 20 25 years ago yeah there's a, was a show called pie in the sky <laughs> about a guy who was a police officer on the on the edge of retirement but what he really wanted to and he was a chef. He really wanted to open a restaurant. So there's mm. always like some drama at the restaurant and then some police activity. And he's having to run back and forth. It's good. <laughs> we nice. like it. Yeah, it sounds it sounds good. Well, I'll uh, I watch, I've been watching more TV lately than I have in years, really. And, and I've enjoyed it. And I can tell right now that that's coming to an end, hopefully, as the season warms up. I mean, think about it. Tomorrow's my first day. Morel. I'm so excited for you. That's an, a double reason to celebrate tomorrow. It is. Well, I'm not swearing we're going to get any because it's super early and nobody's found any in Western North Carolina yet. But we'll have as good a chance as anybody. And you're uh, going to some of your special places? Yeah, we're, we're going to one of the few remaining places out there. And then we, we've got a new place to check next time which will be sometime next week so but the problem is we've had wonderful weather for morels all week long and and for other things that are you know growing in in the season but saturday night is supposed to get down to 32 degrees yeah and sunday night it's going to be in the uh upper 30s yeah and that that will kill the morels they'll go right back underground so that yeah. flush will be dead. So bye. See you. We may or may not get any more after that for the season. Usually oh we, not. we might get a few, but not many. So I'm hoping, I'm really hoping I'll find a couple. Well, and it may not get that cold, but, but it seems to me in digging through my ancient memory banks that, um, 
if we have a mild February like we did this year, mm-hmm. then we are generally really smacked in March. At some point, we usually yeah. do get it. And yeah. I was wrong last week. We were talking, and, and I think we were talking about the snowstorm. I told you it was April 4th. That wasn't the blizzard. The blizzard of 93 was in March. Right. It yeah. was. My mother corrected me on that. <laughs> I mean, that was significant. It was. I remember I remember the floods and I remember the blizzards. Yeah. People I don't actually, remember the killing heat because that happens, as far as I'm concerned, every summer. Yeah, it did. I remember the summer that West Asheville, that Haywood Road Church, I guess it was the Methodist Church, got hit by lightning. Oh, no. It was a Baptist that, church. Was it ever Baptist? after? Ever after we have referred to that as the blasted Baptist church. <laughs> Isn't that awful? No, it's hilarious. But that was the summer that every single day in the afternoon we had a thunderstorm. And I remember thinking, is the world getting ready to end? What's going on? I was young. God, well, I tell you, yesterday was weird because, y'all, we were recording this on Wednesday, but this was Tuesday. And I didn't have any work at the store. I didn't have any clients. Wow. I did. I did two phone readings for people, but there were no walk. There weren't a lot of people in the store at all. Hmm. Then I left early and went to the bank, and and Merriman Avenue was just. It was like a parking lot. There was nobody on it. Wow. And then I went in the bank, and the bank parking lot was full of cars. But I went in. And there were two front tellers, and there was the woman at the window, and people in there, and there was not a customer in there. And then I went from there, I tried to find coffee in North Asheville, and good luck with that, <laughs> my friends, because there's not a place. I think the Penny Cup is up there, but I couldn't even figure out where to park for that. That wasn't the damn pizza place that used to be a gas station or the yeah. Mexican restaurant that used to be whatever the hell that was. So I didn't even I didn't even go in there, um, but the there was just nobody out yesterday, and I guess because it was so beautiful, people just were they were out in the world. They weren't out in their cars, and that's good. Yeah, it is good. Maybe that is what happened. That'd be nice. I just wish that the traffic would go away in Asheville. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, I know. Good luck on that, but. Well, you, you, you said you were coming in to do this podcast and the traffic was terrible. Were you coming up from Hendo? I was, and I came down 191. And normally that's quicker route, but it was not is a that, quicker route this time. Is that Brevard Road, 191? Yep. Okay. Yep. Sure is. It goes all the way up. And, and I guess now it joins and goes all the way into Brevard. It yeah. used to kind of go through Mills River and then come up through into Hendersonville. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. I do remember that. And I, I'm not sure what, I, I forget what that's even called now. Ugh, I, don't, I don't go by road names in Asheville and Hendersonville unless I have to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, And that's why when you said 191, I had to think, is that Brevard Road? Because I mostly know things by their name and not by their number. Yeah. Um, and then people will say, I said, well, take 240 and go east and take the Charlotte Street exit. And they'll go, now, what number is that? And I go, I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's the Charlotte Street. Look for the word Charlotte and then the word street and take that. <laughs> and <exit>. then exit. <laughs> 
I just don't, I don't know those numbers. I, I remember the number, oddly enough, I remember the number of the exit off 26 that takes you to Mountain Home. And that used 30. to be exit 13. It used to be 13 and now it's 44. Yes. And, and what don't, is, don't ask me, don't ask me why I remember. I remember because there's that little metaphysical store called Crystal Visions down there. Yep, hey, yep. y'all. Hey, Crystal hey, Vision. And it used to be, I thought it was so cute, a metaphysical store. You take exit 13. Yes. <laughs> but then it switched over to 44. But I and somehow remember both of those. Exit 44 used to be the one that would put you out in West Asheville on Smoky Park Highway. Oh, is it? Huh. Uh, it used to be. It used to be. And now that's some other number. I don't know what number it is. Uh, I, it's crazy, isn't it? Thinking about that. I pulled out of the Ingalls uh, up beyond Lowe's off Patton Avenue. Uh, I was pulling out. A friend of mine called me and said, hey, where are you? And I said, um, I'm just leaving Ingalls and I'm I'm out in Cacandler. Well, well, maybe I'm in West Asheville. I don't know where one of them ends and the other one begins. I'm pulling out of the Ingalls right now on Patton Avenue West <laughs> near the Asheville School. That's oh, what okay. I. That's the one that I do. It's uh, I'll just name something by it by beside Hardy's, you know, or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, my well, favorite thing, and I think everybody does it. Every every little town in the world does it. They go, well, you know where Roses used to be. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. I, yeah. I can do that for this city. I can. I can do that for Robbinsville. I can't do it for Hendersonville because I've only lived there about 25 years, I guess. Oh, not long. Just 25 years. Yeah. Certainly not long enough to call myself from there. <laughs> where, where do you say you're from? Um, I usually say that I'm from Asheville. Yeah. Oh no, actually what I usually say is I'm from around here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I always say Inca Candler. I'm from Inca Candler. Inca Candler. Well, there you go. There you have it. Well, Miss Byron, I think I'm gonna let you go. All righty. And my rice is almost done. Is it? Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to I'm trying to guess what this thing is that uh somebody brought in. I don't have a clue what it is. It looks like a well, volleyball. Get off of here and find out what it is. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Hey, I'll talk Bye, to you very soon. Yeah, thank you all. Happy early birthday. Thank you. Have fun and have a great time Saturday night. We'll see you soon. Okay. Thank you for spending your time with us here at Weird Mountain Gals. We sure do appreciate it. You know, I know time is the most important thing we have. So I promise that if you take your time to listen to us, we'll take our time to continue to be weird. Thanks to Sunslice Records for all the help. We couldn't do it without you, Craig. Check out our social media for information, community, or a few laughs. WYRD Mountain Gals.